Hey, Listing Defender Cult Podcast, episode 117. I'm Brandon with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of the audience 2.0, the revenge with a bird tribal deck, and we're going to take to the skies. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're in episode two of the Ark of the Audience 2.0, The Revenge. And we're going to spice it up a little bit this time, and we're going to take a few decks that were remarkably similar. Yeah, I, I guess that the uh, the type of deck, you said it in the intro, I guess, Tribal Birds is like a cult following. It's like, uh, what did I say before the show? Uh, it's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show cult following of magic tribes. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that at all. I didn't expect we were going to get very many tribe, tribal decks, honestly. I didn't think we were going to get that many. You know what's funny is you said that now we're just going to be flooded with them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've, got, we've already got more than I thought we were going to get, so any more is, is gravy as far as tribal decks go. And we got uh, three that are like the same tribe. Not doing the same thing. That's why we've grouped them all together. You know, you know what's funny is we thought that they were the same thing, but... Two of them kind of are, and one of them isn't actually a bird tribal deck. <laughs> I no, just wanted to talk to you about it. <laughs> one of them is the kind of bird tribal deck that people are going to see coming as you are oh. the bird tribal player. This is a an, an evolution, I would say, of decks where you have the, hang on, I'm just playing this busted commander because I want to play this jank tribe, a la Xerxes creatures. Yes. Then we have the more focused in on it, bird tribal, I'm going to actually commit to this, bird tribal, and then we have the, don't worry guys, it's just bird tribal. Oh baby. Yes. Which which one do you like the best? I like the second one the best. You like going like balls deep on bird tribal. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a jank tribe person, so... Ah, it's, that's it's, actually, that's the thing I wanted, to, I got notes, I want to talk to you about that. It's in the wheelhouse, so I, I, I appreciate that we're doing all of these decks at once, because one of them is very something I think you're into, yeah. and then we've got a couple that are more my speed, I'm digging this, this is going to be a good one. We were just talking off the mic, and we're going to d- devolve here for just a second, just a second, because I want to I want to say this to some people who, who are going to listen to me. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna yeah. just hit the plus 30 to go 30 seconds forward on no, the show don't do that though okay so it's avengers endgame i'm not gonna give you guys any spoilers because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but here's the thing lots of people saying oh no spoilers guys blah, blah, blah. for avengers endgame specifically if you're a fan of marvel comics or marvel comics movies you know how the movie ends you know who dies if you've been paying attention to the franchise at all, you know whose contract's up and who isn't coming back. No. You know what's going to happen in the end. So if somebody spoils it for you... He was doing the air quotes. Just enjoy the ride. The movie's a lot of fun. If you haven't... I went in expecting it to be totally medium, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad I saw the end. It's been 10 years. That was cool. And it was actually really good. That's kind of like War of the Spark. Yes. Huh. It's exactly like that, where it's just, I think this is going to be pretty medium, whatever. And then, like, as you get into it, super good. Oh, sweet. Yeah. No regrets in seeing it. I had a great time, and you will, too, if you go and see it. We're not a movie review podcast. No. But I just really wanted to say that. If you hear, spo- F the spoilers, it's all about the journey. We all know how it's going to end. So, <laughs> Lots of people aren't as enfranchised as um, maybe you and I talking in a studio about magic would be about magic. So they might not know whose contracts are up. I suppose. Actually, I didn't it, know. It still sounds like we're a movie podcast. God yeah. damn it. No, I didn't know whose contracts were up, and I knew who. I, I picked everybody that was going to die. Oh, yeah? Uh, every single person. I, this one, this one, this one. All dead. And then 
well, of course, Brad, other contracts are up. It's like, oh, well, oh. <laughs> one, thanks for spoiling the movie for me, and two, yeah, I'm sure, not. I'm yeah. not even gonna see it. I haven't yeah. seen any of them. It's it's fine. It's good. If you're thinking about seeing it, go see it. It's good. Sure. Line Mickey Mouse's pockets. Mickey <laughs> Mouse will become Scrooge yeah. McDuck pretty soon. It'll be terrible. Social media coordinates. Social media coordinates. We are CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on tappedout.net. That's where you can see this week's list, last week's list, next week's list, and any other list that we do throughout the course of the show. We're also those two things on Twitter. Forgot to say Twitter. There you go. We are commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions. Still lots of time to get your deck in for featuring on Arc of the Audience 2.0, The Revenge. No nudes? I got... You got them? Sort of. It happened? Yeah, kind of. Have we ever talked about that guy that sent all of like the the porno thing with cards? Oh, man. Like Topless the... Lily, where she was uh, half unsleeved out of a card sleeve? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Or Garrick in a sleeve that was upside down, but the sleeve was pulled up to the top half of the card, so it was a full frontal Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The sleeve was totally off. He was full frontal. Yeah. There, is some, there are some clever people out there. Oh, yeah. And Those we, are good we appreciate you. I got nudes as part of a... a, a giveaway entry for the dark we'll talk about that in a sec though excellent okay we also are wherever you can find better podcasts anywhere that's your itunes your google play your google machine your spotify your Podbean, your podomatic all those places we are also on youtube patreon and flipsidegaming.com where you can use special promo code ccofu to get 10 percent off your entire order store wide and if you missed any of that or i just screwed it up real bad or you missed all the banter you can check all of that stuff out on the official official home of the commander cookout on the entire internet commandercookout.com uh, on commandercookout.com giveaways page you can find all of the deets that you need to get yourself entered to win the dark the whole dark the whole set is going to one lucky listener who is either going to give us a written review on iTunes or in some creative way show us that they're sharing the podcast with new members of CCO Nation. Yes. And that could be, you know, wearing your shirt at your LGS on F&M night or somehow showing that you're telling people about CCO Nation yep. somehow. Maybe you got your sticker on your deck box. Maybe you've put the sticker on like the wall. Maybe you go to college, you put it on the wall with all the band stickers and stuff. Oh, yeah. I stuck one on the wall at a pub here in town. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I want to... Don't tell me where it is. Okay. Just in case I ever go there as seldom as I ever go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> what if in 10 years I saw it? I was just randomly in the bar that you were in. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, man, I would cry. I might not cry. Yeah, I, hell, man. I might see it again and I'll cry. Nah. I put it there. Very excellent. Now, the iTunes review. Whole wow. Do the people that gave us the couple reviews that we got since last week have an excellent chance of winning this deck giveaway? <laughs> <laughs> so, CCO Nation, get to iTunes, get a review on there, help us out. That's how you're going to win the dark this time around. Yes. Also, I'm gonna, Ryan didn't know I was going to do this, and I was hemming and hawing of it in my head before I did it. Huh? If you... As with our other giveaways, if you just interact with us on the Facebook or YouTube or whatever, we're still going to push the YouTube. Yeah. So we're doing lots of really great video content coming up. Ryan's editing it. It's a super good time for everybody. So if you go leave a comment, if you take a big dump on the like button's porch and light <laughs> it on fire and run away, uh, we'll enter you in to give you, I'll give you, I don't know, eight cards out of the foil bag. Ooh, Brando is stepping up the foil bag game. Yeah, so just some stuff. Just to encourage you guys to go out, interact. It's hard to convince people to click the like button sometimes. 
dude. So, so fuck that like button's life up. Get some stuff. I am pumped for our videos. They're super good. Yeah, they're. I think they're funny. Maybe it's just because I think I'm funny. I don't know. Maybe my mom <laughs> tells me I'm funny too much. She listens to the show, hey, and she's like, "You guys are funny." That's <laughs> well, one person. Yeah. Um, yeah, the videos are exciting. I'm doing one. To, to, it's probably gonna launch. We're recording on a weird day, so when I say tomorrow, it doesn't mean anything to CCO Nation. But yeah. to you, it's probably gonna launch tomorrow. So Ooh. just go on Twitter and retweet it. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's the thing. You mentioned Patreon. I did. The new for Arc of Audience 2.0, the Revenge, the new patron sign up. We've got some crappy ass proxies that we are going to sign and maybe draw pictures and darks and stuff on, dark moons. And we're going to send those out. They are eh, ghost ships or islands or underground seas or like islands. <laughs> <laughs> So we actually had a patron suggestion a little while back that uh, said that he wants to just receive jank ass cards that were either defaced in some meaningful way or otherwise just signed by us. And if people want to play those and jam them in games as islands or as what they're actually proxied as, go ahead. You're going to get them in the mail if you sign up. And tell people where you got them. Get yourself entered to win the dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Double positive. Now, we've got... A couple new patron shoutouts. Okay. First, we had Sean Wells up his pledge to get a nickname. Are there any famous Wellses? Wellses. There is Vernon Wells, ex-Blue Jay. Does that count? Uh, is he a current? He's not a current Blue Jay, though? No, he's not even a current baseball player anymore. Is he dead? L- I got it. Okay. Washed up Wells. Ooh. There we go. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah we like alliteration one. here on CCO Podcast. Yes, we do. I like that one. Good one. Okay, this one I didn't I didn't know until you told me that it's like read it backwards and it's like an alias that he used on Patreon. So what do we do with that? We give him a real name. So it's Snepa Tis. Which is shit happens backwards. I didn't even see it. Yeah, just so that's a thing. We're gonna call him Zeke. Zeke? Zeke. Not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, Zeke. Like Z- Ezekiel or just Zeke? Just Zeke. Zeke. That, that's the whole name. There's no last name. It's Zeke. I will not ever forget that now. Excellent. Okay, last shout out. Michael Guzman. That sounds dirty. I wasn't even trying. I think I said that on the pre-show too. It sounds dirty again. I've only ever said that name out loud twice. It once dirty now, once times. on the pre-show. I think it's called Michael Gooseman. Oh, hey, we talked about geese on the pre-show as well, and it's fitting. We didn't even mean to start talking about geese. Yeah. And we're doing bird tribal today. Yeah, birds that beat you up. And we're talking about decks that use birds to beat you up. Uh, do bird tribal decks beat us up? Uh, uh. Maybe. Yeah. No. They try real hard, okay? Yeah, that's okay, the thing. They're trying. They're tribaling. Shut up. <laughs> that's terrible. Okay, got two things. Two things. And these are a little bit self-promoting things, so I know that I don't want to take a bunch of your time. First thing, you mentioned the YouTube videos. Yes. We cracked a couple of booster boxes yeah we did the packs that we cracked those cards may or may not be up for auction on our facebook page in the next couple weeks check out some sweet painted cards from your boy ryan didn't get the foils you wanted we got you covered yeah that's the thing so for the next couple weeks the cards we opened wink wink (laughs) (laughs) i think everybody knows what cards they're going to be second thing the new podcast, Commander Ad Populum, that is my solo show, it turns out. That launched 
last week. If you can search that up on Podomatic or by this time, it should be on Google Play and iTunes. You should be able to hear it there. So go over, have a listen, tell me if it's good or bad or if you have any suggestions for me. Super awkward to talk to yourself for half an hour, so help me out. <laughs> I'm looking for a logo. If anybody has any artistic bone in their body that is like for doing logos, hit me up. Excellent. Now. Bird tribal. I was going to say, should we talk about a deck? But it's three decks. It's three decks. I forget how we do this with lots of decks. Do we read all the commanders first? Do we go through the decks one at a time? Well, I... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first one isn't actually Bird Tribal. So let's start with that one. Okay, because it's going to actually be the fastest. It's actually a Mariki Ribere deck. Mariki Ribere. Mariki Ribere. It sounds like a bird... Uh... Mariki Ribere. Mariki Ribere. It sounds like a bird thing if you played it backwards if you said it really fast in an attempt to summon satan i don't know i feel like this is the kind of word i would say and then f you jesse would correct me with the like the correct accents and pronunciation and stuff because he speaks like 87 languages he can't even speak french he speaks quebecois and i'm sure he'll have perfect diction yeah perfect something <laughs> that starts with dick <laughs> okay so do we read the commander for this one i'll, I'll read her. let's let's give her a quick read she's not really the Birdiest. The focused or the birdiest that we want to talk about. Mariki Ribani. Mariki Ribani. Yes. Is a 1 1 for what trot? What wedge is that? What? That is. Esper? Esper, and they are a shard. White, blue, black. Does not untap during your untap phase. You can tap her to gain control of target creature. You lose control of that creature if you lose control of her. If she leaves play or becomes untapped, and then you bury the creature. It dies. Or yeah. It gets sacrificed gets or whatever. sacrificed. That's a, it's different. Yeah. That's fine. She's not very birdie, but the listener that submitted it, Donatello Bazinga. Oh, yeah. He's one of our Ninja Turtle guys. Yeah. One of our other celebrity Ninja Turtle guys. <laughs> yeah. Submitted the list a little while ago because he had some uh, custom... 1-1 one, one flying dovescape tokens made and that's what like drew me in like something about birds or doves or whatever I found the list when I was searching for lists that we can feature and then I click on the list and it's like this combo deck that it involves um, opalescence and like parallax wave or parallax tide and you remove fade counters to exile stuff and when Parallax Wave is a creature, you can remove a fade counter to exile it. And then when it leaves the battlefield, it brings back all other things that it exiled. So you could let those exile triggers resolve and just like continuously blink your stuff. Or you could put those exile triggers on the stack and then exile Parallax Tide in response. And then it comes back and then it's leave the battlefield trigger will resolve and then it's whatever then like you can permanently blink stuff with it it's a, this weird combo deck yeah it's dirty but that isn't a hundred percent what i wanted to ask you about in the deck okay it's a cool deck and it runs a bunch of powerful cards like dovescape like do and it does run the aforementioned dovescape give that a read because that probably goes in bird travel come on dovescape is an enchantment for azorius 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 three Whenever a player plays a non-creature spell, counter that spell. That player puts X, 1, 1, white, and blue bird creature tokens into play where X is that spell's converted mana cost. So that would turn... So there's no more counters, no more sweepers, no more burn spells, no more tutors, nothing. You play creatures or you eat shit. And that turns all of our like interaction and removal in bird colors, we'll get to that in a second, 
into more birds. But it also turns everybody else's stuff into birds so they can block our birds. I don't know if this card's actually even good, is it? Uh, it's fun. Is it fun? You it's played fun. it before? I have played it before. It is a lot of fun. Okay, I'd take your word for it. I play it as backup for other creatures, though. I played it in my uh, Grixis Merfolk deck. Ooh. Not Grixis. No. My Esper Merfolk yes. deck, I'm sorry. <laughs> I played Esper as well, and I played Merfolk, and then I played basically Swords, Path, and this as white cards. That's fine. Yeah. Speaking of white cards, this is the card I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Enduring Ideal. Good God. Now, I think... Is uh, is it the ideal or is it enduring? What what is the um, what's the cycle called? I think they're all different. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's epic. It's the epic. The epic cycle. Epic cycle. Give this one a read, and we'll. It, they all do similar thing. Enduring ideal is a sorcery for seven. Two of them are white. Search your library for an enchantment card. Put it into play. Shuffle your library, and then it has epic. And epic says for the rest of the game, you can't play spells. At the beginning of each of your upkeeps, copy this spell except for its epic ability. So, white, white, five, search for an enchantment, right into play. Yep. And then you copy it, and you're not even casting the copy, and you're not casting the enchantment that it gets. Right. You can't cast spells for the rest of the game. Well, you copy it, so I don't you cast the copy? Well, isn't, that, isn't that what no. copy means? No, copy is different than cast. Okay. It would, it would say, it would specifically say cast the copy. Okay. That's why that new red um, finale is so good, because you're casting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they all do the same thing, where you, you can't cast anything for the rest of the game, and <clears throat> you do their same effect over and over again. Have you played these in, in Commandy? I have played two of them in Commandy. Uh, I played Endless Swarm. That's the green one. It makes a snake for each card in your hand. Oh, and you're always drawing cards, yeah, so each turn you get an extra snake than you had last turn, right? Up to seven. Oh, I suppose. Unless you have something that makes you have no maximum hand size. And you would if you're if you're if you're running that card, then you would. Yes. Okay. It's it's not very good. I cut it almost immediately. <laughs> um then the next one was Never Ending Torment. I played that. You search through your opponent's library for X cards or X is the number of cards in your hand. Remove them from the game. Oh. It sounds really good, and in certain situations, it's very good, but it isn't very good. It's, it's too slow. It's too slow, hey? Seven things from target player's graveyard. You have no way of protecting yourself. You're just balls to the wind, and nobody wants to have all their good stuff taken out of their deck, so they just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, so we say, like, redundancy and reoccurability are good in Commander. This isn't redundancy other than the fact that it's, like, recursion for the same type of thing every turn yeah this is too much recursion this is too much of <laughs> this is what happens when you have too much of a good thing you know too much of anything is bad and too much of this is bad what if you could just win the game with enduring ideal that's the white one in two turns you you cast it the first time and then you and you get your enchantment then you cast it the second time for your second enchantment seven mana one card two turns win the game then it's fine unless somebody has disruption Artifact yeah. removal or a counter spell. My favorite thing with 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 these enduring spells is declaration of not. Oh lordy! Where you, you name a spell, it the, just counters yeah. it every time you play the exactly. spell. Enduring ideal, sweet. Or meddling mage or Decla whatever. Yeah, and it, now you're screwed because it does still use the stack, so you could still counter it. No, because you're copying it. So you can't counter a copy. No, because you're not casting it. So it just happens. It just happens. You can't counter it with like a true like a Azorius guild mage. I am very reasonably sure that you are copying them. 
and that's it. I don't know. Maybe they use the stack. Because everything uses the stack. I'm, I've always played these as if the copy goes on the stack. You might not be casting it, but it still goes on the stack where it can be interacted with. Yeah, I believe that you're right, because when I copy stuff with Zata, those copies use the stack. You're yeah. right. Okay, then you just declaration of not or meddling mage. And then you're owned. Declaration of not it. Yeah. yeah. Then you're then you're screwed. Not that many people play Declaration of Not, but if you're packing a deck to pack these cards, it's gonna happen. Declaration of Not's fine if you don't want somebody to land their commander. Also good. Should we go to the next deck? Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right, the next Did one. Did it get dark in here or something? Well, yeah, the sun went down, man. No, but like more. Oh, my screen shut off. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? <laughs> wow. Wow, Ryan. You're the best. Oh, yes, yeah, so the next one is the real commander that pilots an actually fun deck as opposed to the real commander piloting a dirt sandwich. I'm a piece of garbage deck. Yes. So this is, uh, who do we got here? Derevi, Imperial Tactician. Ooh, give With, her, I believe, her a read. I didn't think we'd ever talk about this card on the on the show just because it's such a piece of junk. Dude, we found a way. We found yeah. even a way to talk about this guy. We'll girl. figure it out. So it, she's a 2-3 for green, white, blue, or as the kids call it. Oh, this is what that feels like? Yeah, that's what that feels like. <laughs> Abzan? Oh, you're asking me what it actually feels like? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to make me like make something up. No, it's banned, you you dink. Is that banned? Do you even play Magic? No. It's banned. Never in my life have I played this game. Um, <laughs> so for banned, with flying, whenever Derevi Imperial Tactician enters the battlefield or a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may tap or untap target permanent. So it attacks. It's hard to block because it flies. When it hits you, you tap or untap something. Ooh, that doesn't sound like a... Okay. Like a dirty-ass thing. And then you can pay Bant plus one to put it from the command zone into play. So the commander tax does not apply to Drevi. Uh, sounds decent with food chain, because you can just, like... Play it forever. Sort of. Food chain only gives you one color mana, but I've seen Drevi food chain lists. More often than anything, I've seen Drevi stacks lists, though, because mm. you just lock them down so they can never block your flying commander, and you can always just continue to tap their stuff or untap your stuff if you're sitting under like a bunch of orbs and spheres as we say yes that's the list right not this one not that a nope this is bird tribal of the first order yeah and this is this is actually friend of the show i actually just did an altar for him he's getting married this summer all the best to you uh congratulations to you and your wife jake kits miller jake kills something miller jake kills miller i don't know if he has a nickname Jake Kills Miller. Got it. That's his nickname. This is his deck, and he wanted to play Bant Birds, but I think that Derevi's the only green bird because green is the least supported bird color. Sure. Why did he want to play Bant? I don't know. Maybe he's not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look through here for some green Ooh, cards. Oh, hey, there's some real green cards. Beast Within, Beastmaster Ascension, Beck and Call, Bird of Paradise. Oh, got there. I was bird. just thinking that it's a good mana dork, but it's actually a bird. It's a bird Next also. Next level. Bow of Nylea, Bower Passage. We're just kind of bouncing. Oh, I like this one. Look creatures at that. Creatures with flying can't block creatures you control. Creatures with flying can't block creatures you control. That makes your guys... Unblockable. Yeah, because all your guys fly. They all. Wow, that is a good one. That's a good ass card. That leave is it, tremendous. Leave it to CCO Nation to, to even surprise me, hey? Yeah. Oh, hey, go back up. What's this one? Fable of Wolf and Owl. I love that picture. 
That's very good. It's an owl like coming down to fight this wolf. Both of them look super duper badass. What does that even do? Is this the was that a cycle with Dovescape? But now it's like mm, not even in the same set. Wow. I know. It's uh Simic 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 three enchantment. Whenever you play a green spell, you get a two two green wolf. Whenever you play a blue spell, you get a one one blue bird with flying. So hey. you play both, you get both. So if you can infinite Derevi, you can get infinite bros. Hey, that's not terrible. Yeah. Okay. But mostly it's probably in there because you want to get birds for casting uh, blue stuff. That too. Okay. Yeah. And there's got, oh, CCO Brando favorite, got fresh meat. It's a good card in here too. All your, whenever your thing, you know, instant for four, you get a three, three green beast for each creature that died that turn. So if you get your whole team wrathed out, you can replace them. Yeah. That's, that's not tragically bad. Okay. I like this one. Gravitational shift. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that's in our other bird list as well. Speaking of green stuff. We're kind of old school in this one, hey? We're like just picking out cards that are key in the, in the list. In this case, it's the ad addition of green to a bird tribal list. Why do you add green? You add it for Steely Resolve. Ooh, classic tribal. We're going to talk about tribal after we do the next list, but uh, give this guy a read. I actually need this for my Onslaught collection, I think. Maybe I got one from Evan. It's an enchantment for green one. Okay. As it comes into play, choose a creature type. Creatures of the chosen type have shroud. Not shroud. Hexproof. No, shroud. I got the two mixed up in my brain there for a second. That shroud. Is, that is definitely Shroud. Shroud. Nothing Nothing can target them. Not even your stuff. That's old school. That's actually cool. Yeah. It's very neat. I think it's, it's expensive now because it's never been reprinted. That's. I think when I got mine, I have I have one. I think I paid $9 for it. I don't know how much it is now. Eh, it's a little bit more. You, I like this. Swan Song. That's some flavor. That's flavor. It gives them a bird. But it takes away whatever it is that they're doing. Get this. Doing. Play your own thing. Swan Song it to give your self a bird if they have got flying blockers and are at like four and you have gravitational shift you attack them for four next level yes there's a tamio field researcher i don't even know what that card does i've never seen that card there before. is too many words on that card it's a mythic you probably want to play it if you're playing bant that's what i'm gonna say sure Ooh, no wait that first ability is real good choose up to two target creatures until your next turn whenever either of those creatures still combat damage you draw a card Okay, fine. That's real good. That's I, real good. I, t I already told you you should play it if you're playing band. <laughs> well, definitely play it now, especially if you're playing creatures in band. And why wouldn't you be? Ah, maybe you're a degen and asshole. Yeah, I guess. Let's go, let's go to the third list. Let's go to the third list. We can hit up some birds, and then we'll talk about actual tribal. Okay. Jake kills Miller. Thank you. This is a cool deck. I like the addition of green. I like adding a color to a tribe that doesn't normally get it. I like that. That's a that's a cool idea. I want somebody to send us a green zombie list. Actually, I think we have somebody in our Discord that's... Um, Doing five-color zombies? Five-color zombies. I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Okay, here we are. Okay, here we're going to actually talk about some birds for you guys. We're skipping over, like, what does bird tribal even do? We're going to talk about some bird tribal, some birds, and then we'll talk about tribal. So we'll talk. We'll bang through these birds real fast. You ready, Ryan? Uh, not quite. I want to say that this okay. is... Simon? Simone? Simon? Simon with an E on the end? Simon. Simon. Casolo's deck. Casolo? Casolo? I'm probably saying both of his names wrong. Sorry, man. That's okay. You know what? I like this deck because it flip-flops between Kanji, Airy Keeper, and Ishai, Ojutai, Dragon Speaker, both legendary bird creatures. And I couldn't give two shakes about Ishai, Kanji Airy Keeper, not even kidding you, my second EDH deck ever. I remember that deck. 
We used to jam that deck at McDonald's. Remember when we used to play at McDonald's? Yeah. When we were young and had lives and we'd go out and we'd do stuff? Yeah, that was... Like go to McDonald's <laughs> to play Magic? No, we'd, well, we'd play Magic at my place until 2 in the morning and then we'd go to McDonald's to get burgers and play Magic until like 4 in the morning. Oh, man, just to be as old as F.U. Evan again. Right? Or I don't Anybody even, th- I don't even think show. he can drive yet, actually. Yeah. No, we uh-huh. had to give him a ride everywhere. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I like who he actually helps us on our Discord all the time. We yeah. still rag on him for he's, being like... He's a tremendous human, and we tease because we love. I don't know. Let's talk about some birds. Sure. Okay. Should we just should we just do them all real fast? I think we're going to notice a trend. As soon as we notice a trend, I'm skipping all of the rest of them. Okay, Apex Hawks. 2-2 flyer for three, and it's something else. Arctic Avon. 2-1 flyer for three, and something else. Augury Owl. A 1-1 one, one flyer that lets you scry three for two. We both talk about the, the pissed-off pigeon. <laughs> the pissed-off pigeon. What's his name? Avon Brigandier. Uh, Brig- Brigadier. Brigadier? Brigadier? Brigade. Brigadier. I like Brigadier. Yeah. That's fine. White, 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 three for a 3-5 flying. All other birds get plus one, plus one. All other soldiers get plus one, plus one. You could blame in your soldier tribal or bird tribal. That's good. <laughs> How about Avon Fate Shaper? That's a seven drop that flies, and it's a four or five with something else. I'm just I'm glossing over the other ability because you know what the pattern is? They're all designed for limited. Yes. And that's the downfall of Bird Tribal, I think, right? That is the Achilles heel, so to speak. They've printed a few cards to try and make them viable, but not really. Okay, so let's let's get into this a little bit. I want to talk specifically about tribal. I said that uh, mostly they're in blue-white. Green is the least supported color. Black is the third most and red the fourth most supported color. So let's say that bird tribal is in two colors. Are red in in red? Are they the phoenixes? Are they birds? Uh, is that where the birds come in in red? I play lots of red. I don't no, they're like vultures or buzzards or something. Oh, okay. There's 250 total birds. That's enough to make a bunch of different tribal decks. I should say birds that have bird on their type line, not like changelings and stuff. Yes. So theoretically, that should be enough. Like if we could build, uh, you said if we can build dinosaurs twice, we could build birds. 100%. I built snakes, you know, like. Oh, yeah, there's probably not 250 snakes. Yeah, we've built all sorts of junk tribal lists on this on this show we've built dinosaurs we've done snakes we've done shapeshifters we've done ooze my rebuttal was uh, before we started to record my rebuttal was the birds are designed for limited play because they're flyers that have some relevant like bird flavor ability and dinosaurs are like designed for edh they're it, making us play them by making them too powerful to ignore yeah dinosaurs are beat wholesale ass and birds are there to Fill out your deck in a limited format. And you're right about that. And that's the main issue that you have with birds is sometimes with the tribal deck, you get the Zata effect. Oh, baby. There's only so many good birds you can play, and so all the decks are the same. But all of the bird decks that we could look at are going to play Kanji Airy Keeper. They're all going to play yep. Avon Brigader. They're all going to play like Commander Ishra, Ojutai Dragon Speaker, probably Ameria Angel, which is not even a bird. It's an angel, but it makes birds for landfalling. Probably Avon Mimeomancer because it makes things into birds. Like you're probably going to see yeah. all of those things show up because there's only like 
There's not enough good ones to actually make a functional deck. Here, I'll, I'll ask you a couple questions. I don't want this to sound like we're being negative or ragging on Bird Tribal because, like I said, it's my very second deck ever, and I love it. Yeah, that's why. We'll, I, that's why I picked it. FYI, <laughs> and we'll get back into the decks in a second because there are some really cool things that you can do here. I want. I want to. I want a glimpse in the door for a minute. Not your full frontal door or nothing like that. Sure. But under-supported tribes. We've built some on the show. You are a fan of them. How do you do it? Specifically, do you just make like aggro decks? Do you just jam all of the tribe that are good and then you just like fill out the deck with other things that make you want to win by attacking? Like how do you do it? For me, I usually start with, honestly, I usually start with something else that I want to do. Like, in, I'm trying to think of an example of one that I still have kicking around left. In green, I wanted to play big green stompy domp, and I didn't want to play elves. Well, elves isn't that. Well, they can be. When I play them, they are. Okay. That's that's the way I play elves, is I make them giant and beat you up with them, and that's that's it. I don't give a shit about combos and stuff. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? And I had a bunch of snake cards. Like, ooh, snakes are fun. So I built snakes. If I was going to build something like birds, because birds aren't good. There's, there, <laughs> so, sorry, guys. It's, here's the, there's the hood coming all the way up. Birds aren't good. So what you have to do is find a way to leverage your birds to make them good. You, uh, our, first, our second deck played Beastmaster Ascension in it. Ooh, yeah. The, you have a bunch of shitty little or, flying Or creatures. the gravitational shift was another example of yeah. that, right? Yeah, you're just going to make your birds... You, you force them. You make them big. You beat the shit out of people with them. Wait, I, hold on, hold on. i got to stop. This is the most CCOist question of the day. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how badly... On a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you want to build a tribe specifically because it's bad? Eight. Eight? It is my favorite thing to do. Why wouldn't it be a 10 then? <laughs> well, because I have other things. I want to build red things. Ah. And, and there are no red tribes that are bad. Oh, except for birds. Because there are some. Yeah, except for <laughs> birds and minotaurs and, minotaurs and rocks yeah. and all that shit. And I yeah. tried minotaurs too, by the way. Oh, man. And it, it, it didn't turn out good. But the, the key is you got to force them somehow. you got to find a way. To make it work. Okay. And, I, I, I'm down with that. Yeah, like with I did the shapeshifter one and it turned it into your win conditions or my win conditions dot deck because they're all clones. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's that was that's actually one of the things that I was gonna ask you about. So when you're forcing under supported tribes, do you, are you do you jam token makers like um, we're looking at Pride of the Clouds? That's actually an elemental cat, but you can forecast it to make bird tokens. Do you do you force token makers like that that aren't technically birds? If you're playing the deck to win by attacking with birds, yes. Yeah. If you're just using it as kind of a, I don't want to say a cover because then it makes it sound like a grease ball. Because you can play a bird tribal deck that wins with a combo or something else. Yeah, just kidding. Dink faces <laughs> die. Well, well, not even that. Like, I mean, sometimes you just want to build a blue white deck and you don't want it to be this optimized tutor filled removal fest. So you put in some creatures. It's a backup plan it's fun you get to play a bunch of cards that nobody's ever going to see ever i get you and like the deck is fun it makes the deck feel a little bit more fun even if it is a combo deck so okay hold on we'll go back to cards you don't see very often so if you include something like pride of the clouds would you not then include something like 
mimic that mirage mirror clones and riptide replicator those all make like tokens or copies of things to get your tribe redundancy up i like all those things you could play any one of them totally justifiably i i try and stay away from them where i can uh just because they're too easy like when i built reaper king i didn't fill it up with clones even though that is 100 percent how you do that deck <laughs> except for sakashima the imposter you always play sakashima the imposter that's yeah, why he's she, yeah she's good he's that, good she's good that's that's why they're what are they forty bucks? Yeah, they're lots. That's why there's so much money because it's your second commander. Let's let's go down and do some more birds. I want to read Kanji Airy Keeper because if anybody wants to do birds, like this might be it. Okay, I dig it. Let's do it. Two two for white, blue two, flying of course because a bird. It's creature legend. <laughs> Good old invasion, right? Yeah. Kicker X two. When Kanji comes into play, if you paid the kicker cost. Put X feather counters on it. <laughs> so you got to pay six before you can put any feather counters on it. All birds get plus one, plus one for each feather counter on Kanji. That's pretty cool. So you just dump a ton of mana into it. Like It's like, a, I don't know, not Crater Hoof, but like makes your guys giant. Now here's a here's a, here's a a fun thing with that. I talked about Avon Mimeomancer earlier. Yep. Okay. He's a 3-1 for one white-blue flying. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a feather counter on target creature. Oh! If you do, it becomes a 3-1 and has flying as long as the feather counter is on it. So you could actually just put feather counters on him. That's like proliferating your kanji before prol- when proliferate was still in the underground, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's, there's an interaction, right? Like It's two cards that nobody plays. And that's fun. That's cool, right? Like that people- is actually so sick. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's a thing, man. When I made that first EDH deck with Kanji, Avon Mimeomancer didn't even exist. Wow. Ah, we are old. Yeah, we've been playing a long ass time, dude. Oh, <laughs> let's let's shove on. You know what? I I actually want to bring us to strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Wait, so- I want to talk about one more card. Okay. One more card. One more card. It's a creature, Jotun Owlkeeper. Or is, I, it, or, or is it Jotun? Jotun. I don't know what it is. Doesn't matter. It's the Owl Keeper. It's a 3-3 three, three for 3. One of them is white. It's a giant. It's like the first affordably costed giant that doesn't yeah. totally, totally suck. And it still kind of sucks. You hating on Hill Giant? He's rad, dude. Yeah, what, F him. I'm going to get you like an Alpha Hill Giant for your birthday. Man. I would. If we find one in Vegas, we're going to get we're gonna get Alpha Hill Giants. I'm going to get them graded and keep them forever. I was going to say I'm going to deface them with a bunch of other like content oh. creators and then give them to you. Maybe right. like Max Grandel can like g- give you a mushroom stamp on it or something and give it to you. <laughs> Gross. Jotun Owlkeeper is actually also good. Why is he in a bird deck? He has cum- cumulative upkeep of white or blue. So every turn it goes up and you got to pay more. Then when he dies, you get a bird for each age counter on him. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so he like raises the birds. And then when he dies, all the birds go free. Um, Two things. First thing, I think when there's enough birds and he can't look after them anymore, they kill him. That's depressing, Ryan. Look, he has a They're warm birds little... of prey, dude. They're going to has... eat. They need to eat He's meat. He's got a warm, warm little cabin there. Okay, and the movie The Birds is shit. Second thing, do not Google mushroom stamp. I know what it is. Well, I'm just saying out there in CCO Nation, (laughs) that is a definite do not Google. Moving on. Moving on. Strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Kanji and Avon Mimeo whatever. Synergy. Synergy. Both in tribal effects. I was going to say birdie things, but tribal things. Similar abilities. 
you can probably get a build a good curve with 250 creatures to access certain amount of two drops three drops four drops five drops etc to make your deck hum and colors if you want to build your uh, azorius bird deck then all of your azorius birds are kind of going to be flying in the same direction yes right and and it's probably going to jive with the rest of what that color does because birds in particular are fairly synonymous with white and blue and there's lots of like there's lots of cool backup for them in those there's there's lots of neat backup there you go we have biden to thassa in one deck we have coastal piracy in another so you go draw lots of cards there's lots of just incidentally really neat cards that go really well with a big team of dudes that are hard to block there you go weaknesses i'm gonna i'm gonna go out there on a limb and say most tribes like to attack is this true yes i'm glad you said that because i didn't actually ask you that off air is this is this a strength? Is it a weakness? Like in bird tribal, is it a, a weakness that you have to win with your like draft chaff? Bird tribal, it's a weakness. You have to win with draft chaff. Yes, I this see. is not living and modern deck where you win with a bunch of draft chaff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This no, is no that that's a Garna cycler draft yeah, chaff deck yeah, or that. It, this is you're gonna have a hard time if you're trying to unless you're gonna do it like deck number two where you're gonna splash in a you're gonna take a less efficient commander to splash in a new color, to get access to something that's going to make your guys actually big so you can win games. Hey, that, that sounds like hard. a deck that we have uh, planned in the future. Yes, that it does. That actually sounds like another deck we've got planned uh, in however many weeks from now. Yes, but uh, it's, it's going to be hard for you because there's not very many lords. There's not very many ways to just make your dudes awesome on the creatures which is one of the big hallmarks of a tribal deck right merfolk and goblins and elves they all make your merfolk and goblins and elves do stuff whereas birds don't really do that that's okay it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it's just that's the we talked about that a little earlier you know what i feel like you know what i feel like i'm we're talking we're we're not ragging on it but i'm talking about these bird decks and i feel like if i sat down and played against these decks i would just lose to them all the time (laughs) <laughs> because I'm just not equipped to f- to deal with flying dot deck. Like, sure, I run wraths and stuff, but I'm trying to think. Like, I don't really have decks that are just gonna like just block these things all day. Block all day and 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 expect not to trade, right? I'm playing u- little utility guys or guys that don't fly or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm gonna lose to this deck all day when I play it. These decks are good. You're I not. Think, gonna... I think. I think. Uh, Jake. Jake is coming to Vegas. Ooh. So if he plays this deck, I'll I'm just gonna He'll auto probably, lose to it, and we're gonna go drink a beer. He'll probably <laughs> just take games off of us. With the decks are not none of the decks we're talking about are bad. They have weak tribes, but the the decks are good. They play all of the best removal because you have white. They play some counter magic. They have rift. Hey, they that's all that, that that's actually a good point. I didn't have in my notes is you can play a uh, you can play a bad deck, but that doesn't mean your deck's bad. <laughs> You can play a bunch of bad cards, and it doesn't make your deck bad. That's exactly how my Lord of Tressorhorn deck is. Yeah. It plays all the bad cards, but uh, it's a good deck. Speaking of good decks, I got a little thing for him blocking the notes so you can't see now that, he, that, yeah, here, here, now that you can actually see. Here, I'll take my glasses off. There, they're off. <laughs> I can't see. I can, be, sh- I can be sitting here with no clothes on. He doesn't even know. Yeah, my, my, now that I know how bad my sight is when I take my glasses off, it's actually kind of disconcerting. Yeah, it's feel, actually scary. I feel like I'm looking out of a like my head's in a fishbowl with water fo- with water in it. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> okay, tribal showdown. Okay, and it's not all of what you think it is. Okay, it's just some of it. I'm ready. What are we doing? How do we play? We, we, you'll see. Okay, you have to give me an answer and a, and and the reason. Okay, 
Coat of Arms or Door to Door of Destinies? Door of Destinies. So Coat of Arms, five drop, all creatures get plus one, plus one for each other creature that shares a creature type. Every creature. Yeah. That's why Door of Destinies. Door, Door of, of Destinies, Destinies takes longer. It costs four, but every time you play a creature of a named creature type, it gets a counter. Creatures get plus one, plus one. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one for each counter on it. Just your, So you're willing to spend the time I'm willing to, to take a little bit to of time to, to not have somebody just be able to wipe me out if they have a bunch of incidental tribal stuff happening, which happens a lot in a four-player game. Uh, yeah, you, you actually get surprised sometimes when you're like, oh, wait, how big is that? Oh, wait, it, those are both humans? Or those are both what? Yeah, it turns out every good mana dork is an elf. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> okay, now on to the real game. That was just a warm-up round. Okay. Dinosaurs or goblins? Ooh. Dude. I like goblins more. Goblins? Yep. Goblins are classic. I love goblins. I'll I'll always I'll always pick goblins. Plus they have more lines of play and therefore they're a little bit deeper and more interesting. Dinosaurs have some amazing cards that are super big and splashy and fun, but they're just big dumb idiots at the end of the day. You heard it here first. Brando says goblins are deeper than dinosaurs. And I'm right. Mono red versus I'm I'm gonna say Naya. Yeah? Deeper? Yep. All right. Tell him he's wrong on Twitter if you think he's wrong. I'm not. Now here's the test. Okay. Goblins Ooh. or slivers? Well, that's not even fair. Oh. Brandon's a sliver guy. I am a sliver guy. You're 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 not a sliver guy because because you think they're they're the best tribe, right? You're a sliver guy because you started during Tempest Block. And yeah, slivers I, were the tits then, right? Yeah, I started playing slivers because I was like a kid, and they were so cool, right? They looked cool, and they do cool things, and they all work together, and I had one that everybody wanted, and only I had it. It was very cool. It happened to be the best one. Yeah, it happened to be the best one of all time. Um, whoo, that's a good one, That eh? is a very good one. Now, right. I, oh, oh, I, let's go back to the depth of these two creature tribes, because now I think goblins are deeper. Slivers want to do one thing. Right, they just want to all get together. They all want to have a big sliver party, switch keys and phone numbers, and swing with each other. <laughs> and don't drink and drive when you go to your swinger parties, by the way. And they want to do sliver things. Yes, you could have like you've done sliver queen combo decks, which yep. isn't a sliver tribal deck. No, I th- I think if you're talking about tribal stuff, I think again goblins are probably a deeper tribe. It's funny Be- we're calling goblins a deep tribe. Welcome to CCO Nation. Right? Like they're Be- mono-red small creatures that want to make lots in attack. Yeah, and Because slivers do everything. They can do actually everything. They can combo, they can beat you down, they can control, they can do all that stuff. They can mill you, they can do everything. But they do everything. And as much as that sounds like, oh, well, that's you're doing everything, obviously they're super deep. But every sliver deck does everything. Yeah, or does exactly what you want it to do. I yeah. don't know. Maybe that is an argument for it being a deeper tribe. I, I think because it's just... you could, I could make a mill sliver deck, or I could make a. This is like the actual definition of deep: is I can do whatever I want. It doesn't need to be everything in one deck. I'm just playing devil's advocate to you. Absolutely, it doesn't need to be everything all in one deck because I'm the sliver guy and I want to play one of every sliver. And EDH is the format that I can do that. I could make a mill sliver deck, or I could make a aggro sliver deck, or a combo sliver deck, or a. Exile all your permanents, sliver deck. But and for the main and for the most part, all of those decks would be the exact same deck with four different cards in it. <laughs> if you want to do different stuff with goblins, you have to do different stuff. You need to physically play like twenty five different cards than exactly the like next if, guy. Yeah, like if you want to have a goblin deck that doesn't kill people by by attacking, 
you gotta you gotta work for that. With slivers, it's like okay, how do I use intruder alarm to win this game? Here's the one that taps to mill you. Okay, there there we go. Here's the one that yeah. taps to make a guy that exiles your stuff. Cool. Here's the one I you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's gem hide sliver sliver queen intruder alarm sliver that does what you want it to do win the game. That's what every sliver deck is at its core. Yeah, I can't really argue. And I love slivers, if, and I can if, say that. If somebody can argue it, let's hear it. Like, let us know, right? Maybe send a sliver deck, and maybe we'll do it. Have we ever done a sliver deck? Besides, uh, like, your sliver queen arc of escalation tier two. Besides yeah, arc, that one. Arc, arc of escalation, we did it. Other than that, no. When we were doing the, like, the five competitive lists that we ever did, we have not done, like, a CCO-style sliver deck. This is what I want. CCO Nation, send in a sliver deck that even we would do. Ooh, I am. Oh, I, I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, man, let's do that. I'll add, please. I won't. I don't want it that bad. I do. I want to see it. I'm going to put my glasses back on because I want to see everything else, too. Okay, I got one last thing. Okay. So you're talking about goblins. You're talking about slivers. You're talking about dinosaurs. How do any of those decks beat sweepers? How do they beat Wrath of God dot deck? And I have the answer. So I want to hear what you say, but I want to bring it full circle. How do they? Okay. Do you want me to do all three of them? Uh, sh- sure. Dinosaurs, unless you make your guys indestructible, you're probably just going to have to rebuild real slow. Okay. That sounds terrible. Goblins? Because they're like huge and it like takes 800, it takes 65 million years for them to rebuild. Got I was there. hoping you'd make Got that. There. I was hoping you'd make that joke. And then goblins, you just don't overextend and play smart so that you can rebuild. Plus that, everything that, costs one mana, so you just play it again. That sounds like lots of people don't actually know how to do that. It's hard, but you can do it. Okay. And then slivers, you have blacks. So you just play all the things that get your stuff from your graveyard back into play. Uh, that's my favorite answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite answer you know, you it know, works everywhere. How do you beat Wrath of God and slivers? Patriarch's bidding. Yes. <laughs> that's why all, that card's $25. Because yeah, all the slivers that they've been killing to stop you from winning, they're all coming back too. You know what my answer is to how do you beat Wrath of God dot deck when you're a tribal deck? Do tell. You play Azorius Birds and you just run counter spells. <laughs> <laughs> Because none of the tribes you were talking about have very much room for counter spell, do they? They certainly don't. <laughs> Maybe slivers. Maybe slivers. <laughs> but you're right. You are right. And that is a very good strength of bird tribal. There you go. And a very glaring weakness of all other tribal decks in general, right? Is yes. you're going to run into sweeper decks. Because by and large, if you're not playing one of the, air quotes, my turn, real tribes... You're going to run into problems with overextending to try and win the game because you're probably playing an aggro deck. If you don't have a tribe that supports a whole ton of tokens really quickly or that can rebuild, Wraths are going to stop you. If you're not playing something like Eldrazi Tribal or Demon Tribal we said off air. Yeah, or Angels. That lets you go a little bit taller, you're probably not going to get there, right? Yeah. So how do you do it? You play Bird Tribal and play Counter Spells. Yeah. <laughs> you play a goddamn control deck is how you do it. Or with a backup win condition like you had said with, um, like at the start of the show. Yeah. You, Maybe you just do that. You just have something else buried in there. It's the old, you just have to win the game. Yeah. Does that you feel cheeky? That kind of feels cheeky when I do that because eventually it's going to be like my de facto way and, and everything else that's going on is just trying to keep me alive to to eventually get to what... Should have been my main plan anyways, and then I just, like, do it. You know what I mean? It's a I, cheeky. I get what you're saying. I don't think it is. Unless you unless you start cutting stuff to make the combo easier. That goes back to my question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you want to play a tribe that's bad? Eight. Eight, which means you probably aren't going to start cutting your 
Yeah, I'm, well, I'm whatever. not. I'm not because I don't. I don't know. I'll build a deck that's bad. I'm going to tell the story real fast. Sure. To just illustrate that the zombie deck that I still haven't looked at <laughs> out of this new set, how many zombies were there? Like a million. Yeah. I got three cards that I really wanted to put into that zombie deck, but I'm not going to look through it to make the cuts. You know what I did? I taught Kyla how to read converted mana costs, and I got her to do it. Whoa. I just, don't pull out any zombies. Just go in there, just find something that's the same, pull it out. What did she pull out? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She pulled them out, put them face down there in my cupboard, put the new cards in. What did she put in? She put in uh, Liliana, new Liliana. The Dreadhorde champion? Dreadhorde that champion. card is something else, let me tell you. Uh, a Kefnet god, the god Kefnet. That's the you put the that's a blue one. Yeah, the blue one and the white one or Oketra or whatever. I think that's their names. Yes, that one is a mighty card as well. Yeah, hey? so my, cast a creature, get a four four. So I know hundred percent that that deck's top end got way better. Yeah, there you go. Do you got the four four zombie that Kefnet makes the token? I do. You do? I got. I didn't get one. I got like nine thousand of the armies. I mean, do we, no, we didn't get any War of the Spark. No. 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 We didn't get any. Did not. Especially no foil rares, and I was not drinking Pilsner. You, you're such a dad. That's it. That's that's all I had. That's all of my Brando pick your brain about tribal. You're the tribal guy here, so I was leaning on you a little bit. Love tribal. It's my favorite thing. I actually think it is my favorite thing. I love building tribal decks. You know what my favorite thing is? What's that? The dark. I love the dark too, and somebody could learn why we love the dark so much by winning it. How do they win it, Ryan? Two ways. Sort of. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. That's awesome. Written review of the podcast. Tell everybody else how awesome it is when they search for us. Can you do that on Google Play and Spotify as well? I, I don't know about Spotify. I know nothing about Spotify except we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca listens to Spotify. I don't. Google, I actually asked Evan and Smitty. No, just Smitty because he's like the Google guy, right? F you, Smitty. You didn't give me the answer I wanted, first of all. And no, I don't think that you can. Huh. Yeah, that's so weird. It is very strange. If anybody you can, out in CCO Nation knows how to like do a review of our podcast on Google Play Store or whatever, let us know because you can win with your entry of Yeah, help Googling. us out, man. Like help us out. We're just we're trying to spread the word and encouraging you to to help us with that. So if you can figure out a way of doing it, fill the boots. That's it. The other way to win is share the show with somebody and Find some creative way to let us know. And that does include um, sort of giving us pictures of your legs in your bathtub and telling us that you shared the show. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh, wow. That's a thing that happened. Okay. <laughs> creative way to share the show. Let us know. I'm rhyming now. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> so I guess there we have it. We did three decks-ish. Bird tribal, we talked some tribal stuff. I hope you guys found it as interesting and entertaining as, as we seemed to have. But uh, thanks again to everybody that sent in their lists. We're going to be back to do like a, a more an in-depth single deck tech, I think, next week. We've got a couple, lots of stuff coming down. We've got a couple more weeks. So please send in uh, your lists if you want us to take a look at them. We're looking for the sliver list. Everybody that sends stuff in will get you entered into win some sliver bag shit. Sliver bag? Foil bag stuff. Thank you all for being here. You make the show as much fun as it can possibly be, and we're in a great community that you guys have created for us, and that is tremendous. And we will see you back here again on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Woo!